Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's dribble a bit with excitement. Oh, hello, <laughs> money boy. <laughs> hello, mate. Yeah. We've, just, we've just spent... Two and a half hours watching The Dark Knight. We have indeed. We've had it's some been pizza. Yeah. We've watched some Batman. Um, but yeah, so we, we are prepared for this week's podcast. And we've got tea. Let's do this together. Hey. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, that's not a bad. It's a good cup of that. Not a bad cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yes, um, hello and welcome to another excitable, maybe transformative mm. episode so. of Don't Be a Hero podcast, where we'll be diving deep into the DC realm that is Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. theme tune what a two and a bit hours it has been oh my god we we've been through it we have we've been through it we decided that today we're gonna we're gonna do it in person yeah we're gonna watch it in person yeah for the first ever time watch the film in person um which means that we've made no notes no we just watched which is which is weird i feel fresh i feel naked i feel a bit naked but i'm the fact that we're talking straight after watching it, mm. I'm hoping that'll bode well with me remembering names. Famous last words. Yes. For the both last of us. And bits and scenes and things I noticed. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I mean, let's get straight into it. Is yeah. a relentless film. It is a rel- do you know what? What we didn't do last uh, last week was uh, yeah. what we do in the shadows. We didn't do a synopsis. God, we didn't do a synopsis. So I think that's what we should. I felt I felt a bit wrong actually, not starting with that. And now, like I'm actually moving around the you room. You are moving now. around the room. So this this microphone is gonna. If you've got 3D audio, oh, this is gonna sound to amazing. This podcast, it's gonna. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> here we go on the move. So um, yeah, fill this mm. fill this time up. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I decided to take a sip of tea at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, it packs a punch, this movie. We, we don't, if you're listening to this and you're a superhero fan, I'm positive you've seen this movie, probably more than once. Um, it's one of my favourite superhero movies of all time. I mean, the performance, let alone from, you know, the late Heath Ledger, is iconic. It's absolutely mm. iconic. But there's some amazing performances. You know, Christian Bale is great as Batman. He, he is great. He, yeah. He is really good. I think if anything's shown me how much more I like him than Robert Patterson, sadly, it yeah. was re-watching this. Yeah. Hmm. But let me read a synopsis. All right. Here we go. I'm going to lay the groundwork, lay the scene. Oof. With the help of allies, Lieutenant Jim Gordon and DA Harvey Dent, Batman has been able to keep a tight lid on crime in Gotham City. But when a vile young criminal, calling himself the Joker, suddenly throws the town into chaos, 
the caped crusader begins to tread a fine line between heroism and vigilantism. Not much about the Joker in that. Isn't much about the Joker. No. Um, uh, vile young criminal as well. Yeah, a vile young criminal. Yeah, I don't think he's young. No. I don't I, get the sense that I he's think, young. I know. I mean, there are a lot younger. The lo- I mean, Batman Begins has, a, I would argue, a young... A young villain. Uh, I, get, I, I get the sense that Batman and the Joker are kind of the same age. Age, yeah. Both middle-aged blokes, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, strange yeah. choice. Strange choice. Sunny throws town into chaos. The caped crusader begins to tread a fine line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Not. Not the most exciting. Synopsis brought into Just out of interest, I mean, I'll, I'll feel this with, with talking as well while you look this up. Mm. You've got the phone on you. I want to know what kind of awards it got. Um, yes. Just out of interest, because there's something that, I, again, you know, we, we're, we're next episode, we're going straight back into the MCU. And the MCU don't get many awards, if any, really. Um, so I'm just interested from a superhero perspective. Mm. What kind of awards it may have got? So it, I can tell you, it won <coughs> a whole host of awards. Oh, did it? So Heath Ledger. Oh, of course. Of his course. performance won. Right here we go: an MTV Movie and TV Award for Best Villain, an Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, yeah. Empire Award for Best Film, look of the whole film. Wow. Golden Globe Award for Best Supporting Actor went to Heath Ledger. Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance went to Heath Ledger. A BAFTA Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Heath Ledger. Um, People's Choice Award for Favourite On-Screen Chemistry, Heath Ledger and Christian Bale. Um, Academy Award for Best Sound Editing. Ah. Yes. It's impeccable. Absolutely incredible. The music by Hans Zimmer um, really sets the tone on this movie and it just executes it brilliantly mm. it's uh, got Critics Choice Movie Award uh, the Saturn Award for Best Music by nice. Zimmer Costume Designers Guild Award for Excellence in can't see the rest oh Excellence in Fantasy Costume Design for Film oh okay there you go um, what have we got here have we got any quirky awards here uh, ooh, San Francisco best film. eyebrow colour best eyebrow colour no 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 but that's I've reserved for thought yeah I think to be honest mate the way you like your eyebrows uh, you need to make that award that is I a, think I might mate Matt's award for <gasps> we should have we should do our Don't Be a Hero podcast awards oh my genius idea. <laughs> yes. oh my god yes we should 100%. oh my god our best supporting role. Yeah. Best actor, best actress. Yeah. Oh, that could be like I'm after on. a phase. We should like put that in the highlights or something. After every phase, oh my give them awards. God, yes. Well, fuck. Right. Well, wow. There you wow. go. On the fly. We're coming out of podcast on oh. There you go, people. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> That's what we're doing. You did indeed. Um, but yes, so what we what were your overall Dark Knights thoughts? Oh my god, Forrest. Uh, okay, so this movie came out in 2008. Um, yes, it did. The sudden loss of Heath Ledger threw this movie into a different kind of scope mm. and a different type of, of attention from the media and the awards, obviously, subsequently it, it got from... Um, it's recognition. Taking away the fact that, yes, it's a sad loss with Heath Ledger and the performance is iconic. It is still just a brilliant movie. And mm. it's the story, the way it's, the way it's composed from a narrative perspective, the way it's shot. Christopher Nolan is an utter genius. yeah. Um, there's no, there's, there's no other way about it. This is one of my favorite um, superhero movies of all time, if not the best one for me. Um, it came at a point where I was eighteen, where I saw it for the first time, 
and I was blown over and inspired by Heath Ledger, which then led me into a career path that I'm in. So, mm. yeah, it's 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 close to my heart. It it has got a. I've never seen this before in our time on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, jointly ninety four percent for both the Tomato Meter and the audience. I mean that's amazing. 94%. 94% o- o- audience score for over 250,000 ratings. And, uh, yeah, it is... It's it's amazing. Right. I think it is so... Um, apart from Act 3... We, yeah, we, we really discussed well this earlier. Paced, yeah. Extremely well-paced throughout. It, the start of the film is probably one of the finest starts in any... Any film, so like you know, uh, this genre or otherwise, it is absolutely get straight into it. Um, the the cast is amazing. Um, it's oh, it's just, it's just a thrill ride. It's so exciting yeah. to watch. Um, I think let's talk about it. Let's go to the cast. Yeah, let's talk about the cast. So I um, I think the introduction to Harvey Dent. So Aaron Eckhart. Yep. The introduction and the court scene anyway, we uh, is a li- is a little bit fishy, but I, I actually think that his introduction is is pretty poor, and I, I think and my reason for that is I, I believe that Aaron kind of beginning of the film it went down a reasonably caricature. I kind of you know what I got? I got um uh, I got vibes of Iron Man three. With um, oh, I see you mean. what's his face, uh, the guy behind Hammertech guy. Yes, Hammertech. Yeah, uh, John Hammer. Yeah, yeah. So and I, I got a little bit like, oh, okay, yeah. This get this gets into a bit of a. There's no need for this when no. the whole film is layered in so much truth and realism mm. um, that actually you can't afford to have a character that's mm. that feels like they're part of a a, a different type of movie, but. As soon as we move on from the first scene, I feel like actually Harvey Dent becomes a much more rooted. Yeah, I think there's there's like you've got kind of like quirky lines, standard kind of like, but your honour, I wasn't finished. You know that yeah. bit where he's in the court, mm. and you're like, oh my god, what a cheesy liar! What a cheesy liar! How am I supposed to love this guy? You're you're a cheesy liar! You're a cheesy liar! You. Um, I I I enjoyed his performance. Mm. In, um, as 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 you know, as Harvey Dent and Two Face, um, I think the <laughs> the issue is is that you've got Heath Ledger creating an iconic performance as the Joker, yeah, yeah. and then you're like, oh, I've got to be a secondary antagonist. Mm. Oh, okay. So it's not like his performance is bad; it's just mm. majorly overshadowed by what is a, a masterpiece performance. Yeah. A masterpiece, and let, let's talk about Heath Ledger. Yeah. What an um, so much goodness in in that role, uh, in in just the insane amount of just everything about it is so on, and he yeah. absolutely um, has. You can tell the craft that's been spent in developing that absolutely. character. Every line, every word, every pause, every look. Every blink, <laughs> like yeah. you can see it, he's he's living and breathing the character. And it was like I was about to say in the beginning of the movie, mm. like when even when he's got the mask on, yeah, and he he hasn't said a word, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you, you don't even really know it's the Joker at that point. You're not supposed to anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just the way he holds himself, the way he's flailing his arms, the way his shoulders are dropped, you can see that he's embodied the character mm. immediately from the offset. It's it is a masterpiece, an acting masterpiece. There is there's one scene, maybe no no, just one scene where actually he for me he drops it mildly, okay. and I wonder if it is so he's fine tuned this character based on like you can feel like the costume, the makeup, everything about it is layering him up right. Yeah. Now, throughout the film, he can't. He has this thing where he slants slightly, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. slants very much to the left. Uh, left, he's left. I think it would be. 
and then and then but he's and he's always he's a little bit bent over a little bit downward now there is a uh, there is one really quick scene when he first gets imprisoned yeah and then you see him, and he's sat upright and, and it's the first time we see him without the signature jacket yeah uh, and he's just got his um, waistcoat, hasn't he? And he's got like a shirt on that's um, rolled up. Yeah. In that, he is... Now, he is not principally primary, primarily in that scene. It's so not, you're not focused. Not no. the focus, yeah, that's it. Not the focus. Uh, but if you look at him, he's it slightly becomes Heath Ledger sat there. Yeah. Because he's, he, he's bolt upright, which is fine. But he is like kind of he's like fidgeting in a very different way and very like high like heightened and very on it and in not nowhere near any other scene as he like that. Apparently, he remained in character mm. whenever he was in costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had the makeup on. And then, but that's what I feel. I feel that scene they remove part part of his makeup's not as strong anyway, is it? Once he's in prison, no, um, and he loses his jacket. Yeah. I wonder. There's me thinking really in depth as an actor whether he's gone. Like, oh, hang on a minute. He's uh, dropped that bit of cl- clothing and he's going. Yeah, hang on. You know, because you, 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 have to, you have to watch it and really kind of see that in that moment. It's only that moment, that specific moment where I thought, oh, hang on a minute. That that's a take that they've kept in, yeah, yeah, yeah. which doesn't feel like he's, you know, in it. But, Interesting. Yeah. But that is that is, that that is so specific, and also a tiny, tiny <laughs> thing. Oh yeah, yeah. it's absolutely. I think it's because he is so good. Yeah. You, you and you want you watch it like a like a hawk. So and I, I just I just saw that, but yeah, amazing. I think the. The way it's written is particularly strong. Mm-hmm. The Joker is written really well in this. Um, we get yeah. a good sense of journey. One of the things we picked up on quite early do- early doors was mm. uh, um, uh, was that most sci-fi's, well, not sci-fi, but yeah, uh, yeah, superhero movies. Superhero movies. Uh, you get the um, basically you, you get introduced to the protagonist first or the superhero first. And then, and then you get flickers of an antagonist, but it's not until the superhero meets that antagonist normally do you actually get a really yeah. full picture. Yeah. Whereas this film starts, starts off, off massively Joker focused, yeah. but he's not in the main story. Like the main story, the police don't know about him. Batman doesn't know about him. We know about him, and we know do what he's doing. Do you think that's why we love that character? Hmm. Like Heath Ledger makes yeah, yeah. the joke, and this is gonna sound weird, but well, not weird. No, it's not weird. It's becoming he, weird now. But Heath Ledger made yeah. the Joker sexy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appe- yeah, yeah. Appe- like appealing. Yes. Like you go, Haha, he's such an asshole, but he's so cool. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You get that kind of sense of yeah you yeah out of yeah you want you want to strive to be him right yeah well normally Joker you would like you, for various reasons you wouldn't and the way like you say the way it was written the way the the, the lines were written for him you know mm. when he does his lines with now Two Face in the hospital about you know I'm an agent of chaos that whole scene the way it's written it's a reflection mm. on the world that we live in yeah 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 it's a reflection on how we d- deal with uh, like her mentality or stuff like that. And it's like, you go, oh my God, he speaks a lot of sense and he's a really intelligent guy. And then you go, oh, wait, shit, no, he's the antagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the film makes you closer mm. to Joker than the hero. Yeah. And, uh, and also, you, you are, <coughs> from the very off, you're, he... he so him and his posse is already getting villains of the piece to kill each other. 
Yeah, so yeah. it yeah. opens up by people, you know, they're robbing a bank and then they're killing each other. Or oh, I've been told to kill the person I'm helping at the end of it. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, you kind of you kind of see that he's a bit of a he is a villain and he is the antagonist, but at, but not in a conventional way. Like he he is he's trying to be the Robin Hood, but in a really awful way. Yeah. In the yeah. most but worst way he possibly could. It's like if he if he if he didn't have Arkham Asylum, if he wasn't in Arkham Asylum beforehand, mm. or didn't do so, whatever that massive moment in his life that turned him to become the person that he you know the Joker was or you know is, then it could be like a Harvey Dent character, like a yeah. White Knight. Yeah, he could yeah, have yeah. been the White Knight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Precisely that. Mm. Next character, who else do we have? <laughs> that was so. That was so announced. Was, you sat next to me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Who did he play? Oh, Bat. <laughs> uh, little old Batman. Little old Batman. Right. Yeah. You are. You asked me a question at the very start of the film. Yeah, about Christian Bale. Do you remember? I did, and I do. And what obviously, in previous podcasts, Forrest, you have uh, vocalised your disdain for the Batman voices. Mm. Um, Christian Bale's Batman's voice is quite, well, I say iconic. Mm. It's imitated a lot. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? Fine. He doesn't whisper. He has really? the gravity, yeah. He has a gravity voice where he's like speaking low, but he's not whispering. He's got, he's just I'm talking. A I'm, I'm the bad Mac. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. Joker, you can't do that. Whereas he's. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like jabbing the heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's the. Also, I think. And we talk about the awards. We talk about Hans Zimmer. I want it to, partly the sound mix. Yeah, the Batman. So Robert Pattinson's one. The sound mix is awful. I don't. I don't think the sound is great for that film anyway. Well, you you, you think the balance of the sound? Yeah, I kind of agree with you. It comes. It, it's either really loud or it's really quiet. Yeah, for the Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I wonder where and you kind of. It, that is a modern day issue with with cinema and TV at the moment anyway. Is that half the time you can't fucking hear what's being said because they are, it is exact. Yeah. Because yeah. of what we've done with uh, sound and I saw there were, there's loads of stuff online if you look into like filmmaker modes on TVs and all sorts of stuff is that action scenes are really, really loud. Another film, uh, if you look... Um, Think back to Inception. Yeah. Oh, that's the film. And that has a similar issue, but, um, oh. yeah, where yeah. massively loud action scenes and then really, really quiet dialogue. Uh, and the issue you have with that is that actually you then, as or for me anyway, if I'm watching a film like that, by the time you get to the dialogue scene, you're like, oh, okay, this is quieter, so... I'm, I'm not supposed to tune in as much to this, no. or you know, oh, okay, I'm going to start falling asleep because yeah, they're just yeah. talking, and it, whoa, okay, we're back. Whereas this Dark Knight, perfectly balanced there, and it, you, you were saying about the there was no music at all for the um, for the chase scene, yeah, uh, with the under and the under the under passage. Is that what it's called? The underpassage. Yeah, the under, uh, underground. Underground. Yeah, underground. I don't know. We all under know the bridge. What we're talking about. Under, under the bridge. bridge. Yeah. yeah, that thing. Heath Ledger gets himself a bazooka, tries to shoot out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gets himself bazooka. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And there's no sound yet. I think the you know briefly again just talking about Hans Zimmer. I think the 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 way it's kind of composed. Just compliments the movie, compliments the narrative, and they kind of in, in the scenes as well. Like they, they, it's not. What am I trying to say? It's not overpowering. No, 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 no. But it's used in the right moments. Yeah. That sounds really silly. And yeah, obvious, yeah. But no, you know what I mean. But I, I, I think it's underrated. Yeah. Completely underrated. Yeah. Is that is that is is it awesome? Um, 
Yeah, so that was that was the um, yeah, but uh, yeah, sorry, we started a, we started a whispering, didn't we? We did, and I think actually, yeah, no, this is fine. Robert Patterson, I, I and I just don't like the Batman. I just don't. I didn't think it was strong. I think it has strong moments. Well, that Robert Patterson. Robert movie. Patterson's one. It, it has strong moments. It doesn't feel like a strong movie. Uh, I need to watch it again. I've only seen it once. Yeah, same. But uh, yeah, but about so recently that I remember how you know I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I do remember going. That was good. But maybe because Robert Pattinson was, I thought a decent Batman mm. for a younger Batman as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Christopher yeah. Bale was great. Chris Pratt. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Oh my god! So Gary Oldman, I love this performance. I thought he was great. There are a couple of times where his accent drops. Yes. Have you? Did you notice? That? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, accent definitely drops. Um, which it's kind of annoying. We like don't give the guy the accent because yeah. he he's such like he's his his dramatic acting chops in this film is amazing oh he's, and yeah. he's and he really brings and it actually he shares a scene with harvey dent straight after the harvey dent court scene that we were on about earlier yeah and you can see that gary oldman's acting really has its effect on everyone that he's on mm-hmm. scene with because everyone seems to really like that just bump it up but you know he's he's just so real about it you feel like you just feel like such a natural performer, Gary Oldman, and he does. You don't feel like, oh, Christ, here we go. I'm watching him pretend he's this character. I feel like he's that. You know, when I, whenever I think of Commissioner Gordon, I think of Gary Oldman. Yeah. So yeah. he's done his job. Yeah. Exactly. Right, exactly. He's done his job. Yeah. 100%. Whereas you can, I compare that to the Batman, and mm. it, uh, it's an easily forgettable performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of, yeah. That's um, true. Yeah. But yeah, so Gary Oldman's quality. Who else have we got? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Is that supposed to blow the bloody bulb? Michael Caine. Wait, wait, no. 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 Michael Caine. Seeing your face transformation, which the listeners won't appreciate. I already struggled with right. that. Okay. Right, no, no, no. Uh, this is um, well, no. Same when he cried. That you want to talk about Michael Caine when he he's about <laughs> Master Bruce, Master 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 Bruce. Is that right? <laughs> it's Rob Brydon, isn't it? Who does it? Uh, yes, 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 it's the it. trip, isn't it? Um, Steve. Oh my God! What's his name? Rob Brydon and. Plays bloody um, Steve Coogan. Yeah, Steve Coogan. Oh. Uh, yeah. And he goes, oh. the, the older Michael gets, he can get slower and slower oh. With, oh. with his words. Bruce, I don't think you understand the, the desperation of the man. Master Bruce, one man to blow the bloody doors off, Master Bruce. <laughs> Fantastic. He was great. He's balanced, he's balanced, isn't he? He's balanced. you got to get a legend in there. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, speaking That's of legends. That's who we're talking about. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Oh, well done. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Yes, yes, he was also in the film. <laughs> Honestly, is yeah. Uh, what a cast! This I mean, film it's has. stacked, it, isn't it? It is absolutely stacked. Um, yeah, so they, amazing cast. Uh, pacing. Let's let's so talk about pacing. So why are we missing Maggie Gyllenhaal? Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I know in a in a film that uh, there we go representation in this film yeah. in terms of very only yeah very small amount of female characters in this well the, you know that's why they changed it up a little bit in Massive Robert Pattinson's version to be fair yeah they did yeah, um, yeah hugely small yeah. but yeah uh, yeah Maggie 
Although, she, yeah, great, fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, oh, God, that sounds really bad. Yeah, yeah, speaking of representation, real kind of principal yeah. role for a female there. Uh, completely okay. didn't mention yeah. Was she yeah. right? Yeah, she's right. <laughs> but the di- her dialogue and her um, and the written input of the film for her was weak. There needed to be I more think. depth, I think, yeah. between the relationship that she has with Harvey Dent is all there, it's all fine, mm. you get that, but they needed to be bringing up the past a little bit more mm. with Bruce and Rachel. Yeah. And I, I, you feel that maybe. maybe there's deleted scenes in there somewhere and mm. they thought, okay, out of all of the film, yeah, what possibly. can we get rid of? We've got to get rid of that. So, yeah, possibly. Um, but, mate, brilliant actress. She, she came in as a recast. Katie Holmes originally mm. played Rachel Dawes in Batman Begins didn't do the second one. I can't remember why. Mm. Uh, if you do know that answer, please let us know on Don't Be Hero Podcast at gmail.com. Well remembered. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, just great performance as well. Again, just all round principal roles, absolutely stellar performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fantastic. Pacing. Yeah. Pacing. Uh, we, me and Matt were talking about, so in the first act, there are very few scenes that are actually like longer than about thirty seconds long. It's mad. There are so, there's, yeah, there's so like so many quick you've got, scenes. You got like one scene that's like a minute and a half to two minutes long that gives you lots of information, then led followed by two really short mm. scenes that last no longer than a minute, and they're snappy, they're sharp. Yeah, yeah. This I tell you what, this film is an absolute dream for film studies. Yeah, I did. College, I did film studies yeah. at A level, and this film, I absolutely can pretty much be assured that colleges up and down the country must be looking at this film for film studies because it it's got such perfect scenes for it. Mm-hmm. Really short. They're stacked for the content. Cinematography is out of this. Yeah, film. the way it's, they kind of put the shots together as well. Yeah, in those snappy scenes, you've got quick cuts, quick sound effects. There's this bit between Lucius and Bruce where he shows them his new gauntlet and he just presses a couple of things and it's like, perhaps you should read the manual before you use it. And then boom, that's like a minute. That's a seat. That's that's done. He's got his new gear. Good. Okay, cool. Moving on. Like, yeah. Bits like that. That happened a lot. And then we get to the third and final act and things take. A little bit of a nosedive. Yeah, in terms of I, but so that's. I think that's at the fault of the fact that there was so much action in the first and second half of the movie. Mm. Like we were just saying, when we turned it on, we're like, oh, here we are, straight away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it starts immediately. The action starts immediately. Yeah, yeah. So there's no let up until the third act. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. And to be honest, even. Like I think the Batman and Joker bit is fine because you've got uh you got the hostages. Yeah. Uh so there's a bit there's quite a lot of action there before he gets to Joker. Then when he gets to Joker that, that piece of dialogue isn't too long, even though it's crucially important, bearing in mind we haven't really seen them have a full as much of a full piece of dialogue as that. Um we uh, the I think the main issues, main gripes would be the ferries, the ferry scenes. I think we yes, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think we are exposed too early to the idea uh, of uh, both ferries have the ability to kill uh, to explode the other ferry. Mm-hmm. I think how it sh- how in my view how it should have gone is uh, Gordon and Batman on the roof. They notice all of the hostages. Yeah, you get the hostage scene. Whilst Batman is in the in the building and he's like trying to save the hostages, getting wiping out the police, whilst that is going on, then I think Joke the Joker should have been uh, in dialogue with the ferries to go. Uh, the, um, this is what's going on. Yeah. You both have these devices. Yeah. That way, we would have got rid of all of the additional footage of all of the people on the. Ferry's going, oh, I think we should kill him. Oh, let's have a vote. Oh, because it would have literally just been Joker doing that. You sit, cut to a couple of shots of the ferries kind of going, oh, God, what should we do? What should we do? Um, maybe put the vote, quick, a bit of the vote in there. Flashback, Batman's got Joker. They're both looking at the ferries. And then there you go. 
I can't complain with that. That's a good idea. And also, if you'd have done it that way, we as an audience wouldn't know what what the fair, um because well, the way it's done, we know that the Joker and Batman are going to look at the fairies and nothing's going to happen because we know that they're both yeah, wrong. Yeah, they're going, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're not we're not going to do it. Whereas if we didn't know that and we were in the eye, the perspective of the Joker, yeah. how awesome would that be? Oh my God. Just send an email, mate. <laughs> send an email to Mr. Christopher Nolan. Hello, Mr. Mr. Nolan. Uh, if you'd like to get me on board for the writers for any of your future future films, just let me know. Um, I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm back from New Zealand. I don't know why. Christopher. <laughs> Christopher, Forrest has better ideas than you. <laughs> Sorry if that was too loud for anyone wearing headphones or earphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I realise oh, I do that so. way too many times. <laughs> yeah. And I, I sometimes listen back to the podcast and I'm like, that's too loud. I shouldn't have done that. So I've probably done it again. I'm really sorry about that. Someone, someone's in their car going, oh, what did they say? Ah, fucking hell! Crash. Oh, no. I've just done it again. Could you imagine? Yeah, you caused the crash. Imagine, imagine that. Oh, I the feel bad what, now. What a bad uh, yeah, image. The police officer gone, what was the last thing you were doing? Oh, I was listening to Dark Beer Hero podcast and Matt was telling me all about the Dark Knight and then he approached the microphone and said to Forrest, who's the co-host? So who, is, be a... who is this? Who are we talking to? <laughs> feels like a character. Have you ever watched Psychoville? So, yeah. <laughs> feels like a character. Margaret. Margaret from Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah, this is Margaret. Having a lovely time in the year 12. Uh, driving well, along, um, when Matthew approached the radio station. Well, Margaret from Yorkshire, if you're an avid listener, you'd know that I tend to do it every fucking episode, so <laughs> get over it. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> such, such a long little spell. Anyway, anyway. Um, but yes, yes, yeah, so that was that's my idea. It was, that, it was the ferry bit, uh, and it was also uh, when, um, oh God, Two Faces got. Uh, Gordon and his family and we get a little yeah. bit too much of I'm pointing the gun at it's quite melodramatic isn't it it is it is and it's just, it's just long and it's I'm like I don't really care uh, <laughs> sorry the, uh, I was like, oh my god I thought someone died <laughs> the neighbours have just uh no. There you go. It's gone quiet again. <laughs> I was a bit worried we were yeah. we were gonna we were listening to there. yeah listening to a domestic yeah, yeah. Uh, yes uh, that's completely that's friendly. Friendly. Um yeah when Two Face got a whole family and it's just like it's a bit too much of like oh he's gonna point a gun at someone else it's like get a move on mate this could have finished like ages ago. I don't agree. <laughs> I really like that moment okay but i think it's at the wrong point of the movie oh. i think that should have happened a little bit sooner really? before i think the last thing that we should have seen is joker getting either apprehended or thrown back into arkham asylum yeah right but the whole two-faced thing shouldn't have been the last thing in it as a sequence yeah. The family thing, mm. I liked because the stakes were really high. Okay. And the tension was there. Yeah. I just think it was at the it was at a place in the movie where the audience is going, oh, this is a long movie. Mm. Oh, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit tired from all this action. Oh, and now the kid's being pointed gun to his head. Oh, oh that's a bit much for me. So... I don't know. Um, I like. I really like the moment. So maybe if it was placed a little bit earlier, might have served better. Don't know. Did and uh, this and uh, I taking the turn. This did Heath Ledger die? He, he died before this came out, didn't he? Yes. So, my question, and we could look this up. I think he died in February. I think. Did was there initially a scene at the end of the film with the Joker? Which would have set up the events for ne the next film, and therefore did it get removed because of what happened? 
I don't know. Because we, because I agree that we get fuck all conclusion in regards to the the Joker at all in this film. Now, I we feel that there he would have been in another film, right? Yeah. So, uh, I, there would have been another. Surely there would have been another scene from after him hanging there. Because we don't, we don't get the cops don't get him or anything, do they? We literally just see him hanging, and then that, and that was it. Because now what would happen is it would have ended like that, and we'd have got a mid or end uh, credit scene, which would have then been him in, you know, like they did with the Batman, didn't they? they yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I don't, I don't think there was no deleted last scene with Heath Ledger. I don't, I'm just looking. Just out of interest, see if there's anything going on. Yeah. Don't think so, mate. Uh, yeah. No, that's... that's yeah, well, so the jo- yeah, it really did just kind of end the Joker then, didn't they, really? Yeah. Um, but, because they couldn't, they didn't want to kill him because they can bring him back, blah, 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 but you still got to have some kind of end note, really. Yeah, True. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Anyway, but what were your, fav- your favourite moments, mate? Favourite moment? Uh, oh, God, I think... Um, it's just there's so many. There's so many pieces to this film. Which are absolutely like just amazing. I think um, first scene, yes. definite, definite highlight. Yeah, best intro to probably one of my old five top favorite intros to a film. Uh, and then probably uh, all of my favorite scenes have, def- have all got the Joker in. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't think I've got a favorite scene. <coughs> without um, and then second one probably got to be the um, oh, uh, pro- <laughs> I, just prior to the hospital exploding so when we get the three I think it cuts between three different things doesn't it we see we've got uh, Gordon in a in a yeah Gordon in a car with the dude who's yep. trying to, you know, announce Bruce. Then you've got, and then you've got Two Face in yep. the hospital, and then you you must have Batman must be doing something at that moment as well. What's he doing? Driving in his Lambo. Oh yeah, yeah. he's being Bruce, isn't he? He's not actually Batman at that point, is he? It's in his Lambo. Um, so yeah, you got kind of various things going on. I really like that. But there is a best bit, but you tell me yours, mate. I'll try. There's so that. many. Uh, it's got to be the Harvey Dent and Joker hospital scene. Hmm. The, just, just the way it's written, the script's fucking brilliant. Uh, there is that the moment. <laughs> there is that moment. I mean, it's just Harvey Dent being an absolute fucking knobhead. Like, he turns around and goes, and he doesn't notice it's not the Joker <laughs> until he <laughs> takes his mask off. 
Yeah. I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. That, yeah. You know that's a fake wig. There's, there's, you know that's Joker, but you know, yeah. right? And also, I don't, I, like, I don't really understand that because if the directing, if the directing note was you don't, you can't, you can't recognise him until he's removed the mask off yeah. because it, it, there's no reason for it because that the only time the Joker would have looked directly at Harvey is that moment. So it's not as if like by him knowing it's him with a mask on, you could argue that he would have already known Joker was in the room. Because no, because we, the first time we see Joker in that room, he's like sorting out the utensils in the corner. Like he's not actually near Harvey, is he? No. He's like doing, so the, as soon as he turns around looking at Harvey directly and Harvey wakes up, it would make sense that he yeah. would like, immediately notice him. So it's a bizarre, it's either a bizarre directing direction or a bizarre acting choice. Uh, can't, I don't know which one it could be. I don't know. It might be an acting choice. It might just be a delay, really. Yeah. On reaction. I don't know. Because, like know. I say, literally, you would just go, hell, or what the f... Like, at least have yeah. some confusion before he then cottons on. Yeah. Because you'd be like, either. The other scene I like is the pencil trick scene. It's iconic now. Nice. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's just so... Good. It's a masterclass. I can't tell you how much of a masterclass it is. It's just so good. Yes. Best scene. Sorry, wiping everything I've said. Yep. Best moment is Bruce Wayne's party. Is the uh, scene where we see Joker walk in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, Because you got Harvey, you got Batman wiping out Harvey Dent and hiding him. Yeah. You've got uh, Maggie, uh, but the character's name is Rachel. not Maggie, Rachel. Uh, Rachel being, you know, like accosted by the Joker. Yep, yep, yep. Um, yes, that's the that's the part where there's three. That's kind of where it gets that's kind the of like tension is peak like tension because mm. mm. he's getting the hit list. Yeah, he's got the old commissioner poisoned yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's so all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, all at the same. That's it. The three moments yeah. at the same time. That was amazing. Court lady, the lawyer gets in the car. Oh. All it says in the letter is up. Boom. Yeah. She's gone. Love that. It's all like that is such a good that is <laughs> when he's holding on to Rachel and he goes, Let her go. <laughs> Poor choice of words. He just lets go. So good. And then we yeah, and um symbolism we said there's lots in there like half um two face half face. <laughs> two face two face. <laughs> I said uh, I said no, after that scene where he becomes two face. I said he. Um, <laughs> he Sorry, he, lo- <laughs> he loses his other half, and he loses half of his face. Yeah, that was I good. Were, you I wanted it. it more prolific. Oh no! Right, let's try and recreate it. Right, you're it's, sitting. You're sitting down. I've got to remember it right what now. it is though. What, what? How did I word it? I can't he lost half of him. And he's lost half of his. He lost it. Yeah. Go on, we were yeah. watching. We were watching it. Yeah. We were, there we are watching it. Up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, oh whoa. Oh. Forrest, say something poignant. <laughs> he's just lost his. <laughs> I can't fucking remember. Oh. It was so good. It was so good. It was something like he's lost his. He's lost his partner. He's lost his other half. And now he's lost. No, it wasn't even. It was like it was so worded, brilliant. You had to be there, guys. You had to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you just had to be yeah. there. Yeah, well, All we'll right. recreate it just for you. And this is exactly why we don't say stuff during the fucking films, man. I know. Well, because then we, we lose we, the. And honestly, we tried very hard not to talk to each other when we were watching. <laughs> yeah. it. We were just like, I'm just gonna save that comment for later. We will definitely, when we watch Endgame together, we'll definitely have to have a purposeful. Like ignoring each yeah. other for two because or, or we be. just do a watch along with our listeners. Do a watch, yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> As if they're gonna reply, yeah, we'd love that idea. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do a watch along. Yes, <coughs> because you had the great idea where you put a little timestamp at the bottom, right? Yeah. So we'll put it on YouTube because we'll make it a video one. Yes. Make it a video one. Make it live. Timestamp at the bottom. You can watch the film along with us. I feel like this is this is the episode where we're coming up with some amazing ideas. Oh, yeah, I know. If we skip forward like to like phase four, we're like 
kings, kings of, the... of the MCU podcasting world. Interviewing Kevin Feige. That's the dream. Oh, it's the dream. Oh, so, yeah, but yeah, so all in all, a fantastic. How long, how long, is, how long has this been? Before 47 minutes. Oh, wow. There you go. You've been talking, right. for, talking for a while. Yes, that's all right. <clears throat> From Wildcard, Phil? Yeah. Because we, I mean, yeah. we can absolutely go into complete and utter detail, but actually, you know, these are wildcard choices. Yeah, um, and I don't know about you, Matt, but I've I've thoroughly enjoyed. Mate, I've enjoyed I've it. I've really I've really enjoyed doing these wild cards. Like I said last week, I am so ready mm. for phase three. <clears throat> oh yeah, like, like this is it. This is this the is phase. It. This is this is the one. This is the end game. He <laughs> <laughs> oh. said it. He said it. Oh. Oh. He said it. We get Spider Man. We get bloody Civil War. We get oh, we get so much. We get so much. We start with Civil Infinity War, right? Did we start with Civil War? I think we do. Yeah, I'm going to look at it. I tell you what. Let's so yeah. Let's let's park Dark Knight. Say yeah. thank you very much, Dark Knight. That was an absolute experience. Thanks, Mister Nolan. Thank you. I, I do you know, and I I'm loving the fact that we managed to watch that, mm. especially obviously. When we did Iron Man, we'll talk about Iron Man, we'll talk about Dark Knight, and we're kind of comparing the contrast because it all came out the same year. So it's quite nice to do that. Is it, yeah, it's mate. So we're done. So you got to go back and have a listen. So we started with Star Wars. Yep. Uh, a New Hope. Yep. We then went to what we did in, doing the Shadows. A little comedy there for you. Yep. It's a bit of comedy. And now we've finished with The Dark Knight. Those are good wildcards. We, we have, we have, we have, we're yeah. treated to a nice threesome of theatrical beauty. Yeah. And that's all down to you, listeners, for suggesting yeah. those movies to us. So thank, thank you for doing that. Very much. But like I say, fully now ready for phase three. So I tell you what, Forrest, let's go down oh, the timeline let's do this. of the MCU <coughs> phase three. So just to oh. remind everybody... The reason why we've been doing this podcast is not only just to do superhero movies and talk about them and talk about the love of superhero movies, yeah. but the reason why we're doing the MCU is that we're doing it in order of release. I think I said in a few episodes ago, I went chronologically, it's not true. We're doing order of release, aren't we? We are. To, to, up to now, chronologically, is not that far off. It's only actually Captain no. America... Which would like, go right at the beginning. And Captain and, Marvel. And Captain Marvel. Well, yeah, but we haven't had Captain Marvel. So oh, true, I'm true. saying, the movies that we've done true, 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 up true. to now yeah. are actually chronological. It's at this point, things start to get a little bit fucking, yeah. a little bit crazy. So, what here we, got, we mate? go. If you, <laughs> phase three. Let's go. Is an absolute treat. So, Let's go. we start with Captain America Civil War. Give it to me. So we start with Civil War. Uh-huh. We then take a detour down to Alley Doctor Strange. Oh, oh brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So we get introduced to a new Doctor Strange. Then we go back to uh, what our podcast could have been Flappy Guardians. Guardians. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Then we get what, what do you reckon is film number four? Ant-Man and the Wasp. No. Captain Marvel. No. Gets introduced very briefly in Captain America Civil War. I don't know. You do. Spider-Man. Oh, crikey. Spider-Man Homecoming uh, is our first first race. Then after that... These are bangers. Honestly, banner after banner. Then we're going to get into this... I look forward to this podcast because it's going to be the first time I've ever watched this film it's full way through and with a very different <coughs> what opinions. is that? Thor Ragnarok oh of course we're going to have very different opinions with tension yeah, yeah. Ten- I might watch it back and maybe I'm going to change change mind I don't think you will but, but no yeah. uh, then we go Black Panther amazing awesome uh, then then we t- then we go to Avengers Infinity War. Oh, I'm not ready. My heart's not ready. My mind's not ready. That is... That is... Four, five, six, 
seven massive films. Then we go to Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is good. I'm, we'll, I'm looking forward to watching we'll that again. See, yeah, we'll see. Then we go Captain Marvel. Great. Fantastic. Um, Captain Marvel will be a good one because actually, while, you know, this is obviously going back to the film times bad where we are now in 2022 yeah we have secret invasion to talk about yes and nick fury so actually by the time we get to captain marvel should have some interesting things to say about that uh then after that is avengers endgame colossal then we get another spider-man to end the phase Far from that's home. Oh, far from end of phase three, is it? Yeah, that's very unusual. That's to have interesting. That is two of the same superhero. How many movies, movies is that, my friend? That is eleven films. We have got eleven <laughs> movies in the MCU <laughs> and, phase three. To and through. we start with the TV. Phase three starts TV, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, but then we go into so we're gonna Disney have... Plus stuff. Oh my god! So I'm trying to find out because uh, I'm, I'm just on the movie Phase Three. So I think I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, oh god, fuck it. I right. mean, it's gonna be oh, I don't. There's no words. There's no words for my excitement. There isn't. So sorry, I took a detour. Well, yeah, I'm sure it is. It's definitely the introduction of TV series, isn't it? I think it's started because we've still got Black Widow to go through and stuff. Doctor Strange 2. Are you going to films? Um, okay, MCU TV series. There are series. Phase 4 TV series. There are definitely that, mate. Phase 4? But yeah. we're in Phase... I thought it was Phase 3 as well. No, no, no. Phase, phase 4 starts off Low Disney Plus stuff. Yeah. Okay, guarantee that. Oh, but oh, that's it. But you were saying we can start watching um, the uh, what if at the end of phase three. Yes, we can. So the, yes, but what if is it obviously isn't part of the MCU? So it's not it's not included in a TV series because it's it's a what if. It's so a it's what not if. A, you know, it's not a. Canon. You say it's not. In, it's not in. It's not in the MCU. It is in the MCU. It's just not canon. It's just though, not. Is it? It's not. For the universe. It's not not canon. Oh, really? But it's multiversal. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, this is where yeah, we start yeah, talking yeah. about bigger... Oh, bigger, bigger things. Oh. Bloody hell. So, yeah, we can do... So, we'll do some what-ifs. Yep. Um, and then, yeah. Wow. So, we're going to have loads of films. We've got loads it's, of films. It's going to be massive. This is, the, this is... This is... If there's any time to listen, now is the time. Oh, and this then, is it. So, I want you to, listeners, dear listeners, get close. I'm going to get close to the mic. Okay, oh, snap, snap, okay. I want you to psych yourself up for this because it's going to be a long haul. Okay, so just, you know, take a barocca, get some energy in you, right? Buckle yourself up because this train is about to go 88 miles per hour. That was a, a bad to future reference. I don't know why I mentioned that one, but I did. Okay, just, <laughs> just, just buckle up. That's what I'm saying, buckle up. And what is fantastic? Do you want to know some great news? Yeah. So I've I've had a look at the old dates. This is going to take us right up until December. Oh, Christmas time. So then time. we get a. Can we do night. Christmas movies? Oh my god! I hadn't even thought of that. <gasps> Elf. Elf. Oh, Die Hard. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Don't be a hero. Book. <laughs> Don't be a hero. Podcast at gmail.com. Get in early, tweet us, go on Instagram, tell us what we should do for Christmas, three Christmas movies for this Christmas. Get in and tell us quickly. Can we do Muppets Christmas Carol and release it on Christmas Day? Oh my <laughs> God. Oh, oh, the ideas. Oh my God. And they brought back Love is, um, uh, oh, they brought back the song that they got rid of. Yes. Love is gone. Love, love, love is, is gone. gone. The love is gone. Oh, oh my god. Because oh, when they sing yes. that at the end, you're like, what song's that? Amazing. <laughs> oh, oh god. So yeah, yes. 
So then we'll do that, and then we will have we'll have a break for Christmas. So we'll oh, get, of course. We'll, but we can schedule them in, like you we say. Can schedule them in. So we'll schedule a Christmas Day podcast. I can't wait to see the listener figures for that. <laughs> Zero people. Zero people. You never know. Everyone's at home. Yeah, you never yeah. know. Well, never that's know. very true. You know, get bring you your family know. together and listen to Don't Be a Hero podcast. Anyway, that's Christmas. We've got a while to go, uh, but it will be here before you know it. It will. But it's, cr- uh, it's closing in. Before we all of that, next week, buddy. And I'm going to watch it in the next two days, probably. Civil War. Is Captain America Civil War. I can't wait. War. I it can't is. wait. We get to meet Spider-Man. Mr. Holland. Well, thank you so much for listening. Dear listeners, as per usual, buckle yourself up. We're about to hit phase three. Are you ready? Because we are. (laughs) Yes. See you next door. (laughs) Right there, mate. Take care, guys. It's going to hurt you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be A Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback, or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.